It's time for the start of another class. That's supposed to be a school bell. Obviously, we don't have one. So uh, here we are with another edition of Who Closed Last Night? Brought to you by Walnut Street Hospitality Group. You should check them out. You They're should great. definitely check them out. They're wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> My great. name is Stan. And I am Zach. So here we are. Uh, before we get started, we're going to talk to you about the four parts of our podcast and, and try to break it down for you. And, and by the way, our podcast is not, is not scientific. It's uh, opinionated. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's opinionated, but our opinions are based on, on uh, tried and true experiences, things that have happened to us. Things that we wish hadn't happened to us. How we got um, out of a tight spot. How we got out of a tight spot, but how we also learned uh, learned for the next round of, of you know issues or the next round of business ownership. Um, and so we we break it up into uh, what we call is a real life question. And this is like, what do we hope that you you? What's the question that we always ask ourselves? Uh, that hopefully we're asking for you. Or, you know, how did life punch you in the face and, and gave you a question? There you go. Uh, how Presented did... a question. How am I going to get past this? <laughs> and and often uh, you, you business owners or business operators out there know that getting punched in the face with unexpected things happens frequently. <laughs> uh, then we turn around and give you the stories uh, that we've uh, experienced that are relative to that topic. Uh, then we try to give you, I guess, our answer on how we dealt with it and in, in, in what you might be able to do to avoid it or how to deal with it when it happens. And then lastly, we uh, try to come up with a couple comments and uh, that people have sent us or stories that people have sent us or names that people have called us <laughs> and uh, all of those wonderful things. And uh, we don't mind either way. Um, but know, we do have a request. We do have a request. And that is for everybody, you know, to support what we're doing, to um, help the next guy out. Follow, like, and share this podcast. Follow, like, and share our profile on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us on either at who closed last night underscore. You can watch us on YouTube. That's my absolute favorite thing to do in my spare time. Uh, so, YouTube at who closed last night podcast. Uh, listen to us on Spotify. We're on Spotify. It's official. Um, and then, of course, send us your experience. Send us your funny stories. Send us your horrifying stories. <laughs> send us the worst guest experience you've ever had. Send all of that. Let us laugh with you. Let us cry with you. Let us share your experience with our audience at Who Closed Last Night Pod. That's P-O-D at gmail.com but you know why i like this uh podcast why so um i'm getting to be a little older but uh, i wasn't always this old um <laughs> but something i really have uh, tried to do in my life is try to keep my ears open and listen from other people's experience people that i respect people that have found their own success um but I think that if I can learn something from someone's story or experience, then I don't have to go through the fire. I'll just learn off someone else that has burnt feet. They made it through the fire, <laughs> right? And and that keeps me out of hot water. And I think um, 
I think at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do with this podcast, right? Have other people not have to go through the hard times because we made it through and we're going to share with uh, you guys uh, the steps on how we made it through those tough times. I think uh, I enjoy it too. And uh, part of it is is remembering those times. When <laughs> laughing we were, about it and, now. And being able to laugh about it now. Because we weren't, no. maybe we weren't laughing about it at the time. I wasn't laughing about any of these. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other, uh, uh, the other thing, uh, you know, we tend to talk about things that have been issues and, and maybe not always positive issues. Uh, and that's how the name of this podcast came up. Who closed last night? Because that's kind of typical. You know, something's wrong the next day. And the question is, who closed last night? It could be the other way around, too. It can be something that happened that was great. And that's they, very well said. And, and so the, the inflection is, oh, who closed last night? <laughs> they get five closing shifts next week. Yay! <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so today, uh, our topic um, is or our real life lesson is the value of being a good tenant and making yourself a valued tenant. Um, now, a lot of people think that, you know, when you own a business, you just go buy the property. Well, that's pretty tough to do now, unless you have, uh, you know, Big Daddy Warbucks uh, as, as part of your, your support team. Uh, so typically, a lot of businesses, they rent space from people that own the space. That's right. And uh, just like renting an apartment, you got a landlord. And there are certain things. The rent is due. And the rent is due. Um, but there are a lot of things that you should do before you sign that lease. You, you, first of all, you should read that lease. because More uh, than one time. At, at least four times. Um, highlight it. Make notes. Uh, questions. Whatever it is. And then ask the question. And then ask the question. Uh, because, you know, people think that, oh, it's, it's broken. I'm calling my landlord, and the landlord says, hey. So when are you going to get that fixed? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> and right. And I'm going to need that fixed in less than 30 days. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. Um, but what are wh why should you be a good tenant? And I think that uh, a lot of people, when they're in this situation, think of that the tenant-landlord situation in a business is being or having to be adversarial. And I would say that, that, that that's not necessarily the case. Um, one, of, one of the things that we practice, and, and by the way, we practice this. It's not always easy to practice, but we try to be a in great general. tenant. In, in general, we try to be a great tenant. Yes. Um, and, and I think there, there are things that have happened for us uh, because we were a great tenant, uh, yes. and, and you know things things always happen in business, um, and it's how you are as a tenant that gets how it's gonna be from a landlord standpoint. Um, so, I think sometimes the lines get a little blurred, and this is why you have to read your lease and know what the terms of your lease are. You know there are things that the landlord will fix in things that you're responsible for fixing. And I, I think um, as you've uh, kind of come on board with landlords, you can see that being a good tenant has gotten us, um, I don't know, a little easier road to drive down. A little easier road to drive down. Um, I, I think the biggest thing that I like is that you're prioritized. Yes. Right? Because uh, if you make their job easy, 
they make your job easy. And that, that's a symbiotic relationship. You know, that's something that I hadn't even thought about until you brought it up, but... Um, young student, young, yeah, plenty, <laughs> plenty to learn. <laughs> I think it's true. When you take care of your landlord, take care of the property, pay your rent on time, and you have an issue... They want to keep you. They want to keep you, right? They want to start negotiating your your sign up for the next uh, lease. We still got two years, buddy. <laughs> There's a little bit of time we can get, but we can sign you up right now. <laughs> I think, uh, and we all of our locations are really like this, uh, that our landlords tend to do a little more for us, tend to try to help us out more. And how powerful of that is that? When, uh, you know, you're waking up to a fire drill, you know, something's happening in the store, you're short death, there's a hurricane, whatever is happening, and you have you now have an extended team, yep. right? Because you can add on your landlord and their resources to help you get your issue under control. Yep. I, I think I would call that kind of the benefit of the doubt, right? They give you the benefit of the doubt on knowing that you're not trying to screw them. I would completely agree, and, and who doesn't want to walk around with uh, with everybody's benefit and help? Yes. I think uh, another thing that I've found is um, if something happens accidentally, they don't think that you're, you know, you're doing it on purpose. You got or credibility. To, you have... Okay, let's let's just two lessons. We got them. <clears throat> we learned them two things today. Credibility. <laughs> you have to have credibility with your landlord. Yep. They have to know that your word is your word. Yes. Uh, and I think that's that's important. I can uh, I remember uh, and this was a big well, I think when there is an issue, if you ever have a time that you think that you're gonna have an issue with either a rent or a repair or some sort of issue, if you contact them up front. Don't hide from it. Don't hide from it. Be straightforward. Say, hey, look, I have this issue, and I'd like to be able to work with you on I've got a solution. It. And come with a solution. Oh, my gosh. If you were the landlord and someone was like, uh, someone that has been a stellar tenant. Yep. Uh, paid their rent on time, good to their neighbors, uh, not giving me a hard time. And I come to you as that tenant and say, look, uh, this month uh, I just had a baby. My house burned down. The car crashed on its own. Um, I'm going to be... That's pretty serious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it might be even more serious. Um, but I need some help. I need um, your support. Yes. And in the form of... Hey, I can get this all wrapped up in 10 extra days. Yes. I can I I can have you squared away if you give me the benefit of 10 extra days. Flexibility. Flexibility. Would you would you want to help me? Yes, absolutely. So, um I, here's an example. This was during the pandemic. Dun dun. And Are we allowed to say that word? I don't know if we're allowed to say it or not, but it's true. I think every it is true. every tenant in the world had was thinking, how am I going to, you know, if your business had to close or... Oh, man, that chain email. Oh, my goodness. And the thing that none of them understood was that the landlord had a mortgage to pay. Well, and, and I think that's when it, if you don't understand where the landlord comes from, it becomes an adversarial yeah. relationship instead of a, a symbiotic relationship. 
And so um, I remember, you know, what, what, what was it? I think on one day we were operating that night, they said we were going to have to close the next day. They said, you got three days to wrap up your businesses. And uh, you know, it was a roller coaster. It, it was a roller coaster, but <clears throat> what I did uh, immediately after that happened, I didn't wait for uh, the businesses to have to close or I, I just, and, and by the way, it wasn't easy. I just took a morning and I called uh, each one of our landlords and I said, hey, I, I don't, I'm sure you're following this. I'm not trying to not pay you, uh, you know, the rent. How can we work this out so we can extend it over a certain period of time and either lessen the rent and then make it up in payments at the end of this, you know, once right. all the businesses get open. <clears throat> but I actually came up with a, a payment schedule and uh, spoke to each of the landlords when I called them. So I didn't, I didn't just come with a problem. I came with, with the, your problem. The all problem oh, that was only yours. Yes. I came to them with a solution that would help them uh, and help us uh, because they got, they got their, you know, uh, responsibilities as well. And every one of our landlords helped us out. You know what's crazy? Um, in this system that you created, this payment uh, schedule, right? Um, and I'm copied on some of uh, each of the different tenants' emails that I was put in these email blasts where they were trying to, you know, lock their arms together and say, we're not paying rent until uh, we get business back, right? And uh, that does nothing for the landlord in their business, no, right? Um, but the gem that I want to pull out is that the landlord turned around and offered every tenant, and that's what the biggest landlord in the state of Hawaii turned around and offered all of their tenants the same payment schedule because they didn't they didn't know how to make it through this weather this war to weather this storm they were uh, this is new yeah this is new worldwide yeah right and so you took a morning to figure it out um, to make something that was agreeable for every for our party and the landlord's party. But then that was such a good foundation that they took that and offered that to every other tenant in um, in their properties. And I thought that that was uh, even more powerful because that meant this was new to them. They didn't know what to do. No, they didn't know how to move. They didn't. And I think we had one tenant come back and uh, uh, get tweak it a little bit. I'm sure. Uh, but for the most part, I think we got exactly what we asked for. Um, and it was fair. You wrote it up, not one-sided. Right. And I think that was appreciated. Uh, and I think that's what being a good tenant is. It's not looking at it uh, like the landlord is our enemy. Right, <laughs> right. It's, uh, it's an issue. It's a problem. It's, you know. Affects both businesses. It affects both businesses. And uh, no one wants to lose their business or their livelihood. And, and no matter how big you are, it hurts. Yeah. And uh, so I think it's important to before, uh, if you want to grow in a particular location uh, with a landlord, it's a great location and blah, blah, blah. I think you really have to look at it from uh, from both sides of the coin. I think that's beneficial in 
in any situation that uh, is tough. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Put yourself in everybody's shoes and just know that you got to walk in your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And I, and, but because of that, um, things that have come up, you know, repairs that have need to be, it, be made and all that stuff have really come back uh, in a positive, beneficial to us uh, since then. I've got a recent story. Okay. So um, <clears throat> I don't know where I'm at, but I, uh, my the landlord of one of the properties calls man property manager calls me um so of course i'm answering it like oh, what's going on right and he's telling me that one of our neighbors is complaining that there's some water going from our unit to their unit and so i'm like look um i'm gonna call the store right away this is the first time i'm hearing about it i'll give you a call back with what's going on i call the store i hang up with him i call the store um the manager answers and says hey are the manager you, to of my of gotcha. our restaurants gotcha gotcha uh answers and say hey are you calling about the the water i'm like i already got i'm already smiling now i'm like yes what's going on and he was like i was just about to call you um uh i was flushing one of the drains and i walked away from for a minute and some of the water went into the bikini store next door right and, and he apologized but it's what's next what comes next is what really um impressed me he's like i've already we've already I already sent someone over there we mopped it up for him made sure it was dry being a good neighbor being a good tenant right and it's taken care of um the issue isn't an issue anymore both sides are dry we're all good so i was able to say thank you great job hey great job you did 100 percent, 110 percent correct um call back the property manager and say hey I uh, just got off the phone with my manager. Great news that um, it was already addressed by the time I called. Um, thank you for making me aware of it because I wasn't, but uh, my team's already gone over there, fixed their uh, issue, fixed the cause of the issue, and it was tied up before you had even communicated with me. And that was, in my eyes, a slam dunk. What did he say to you, though, that made you feel oh, good? I almost forgot because it, it was such a good story. Yeah. Um, what he said was, uh, every time there's an issue with, uh, something going on down there that I know that I can count on you guys to take action right away and not only take action, take the right action to take care of, uh, the strip that we're on and your neighbors. And I just got to tell you that, uh, I know that in both our rules, all we do is put out people's fires all day. And I just know that, uh, just like this conversation, I can count on you guys to, handle that with class and urgency. And I just, uh, I appreciate working with you. Now that is, uh, from the property manager and baby. that's from the property manager. And I, I will say that we have that type of relationship with all of our, our landlords and, uh, you know, it's not always, uh, easy, uh, you know, no. because we, we do have, uh, different objectives, right. And, and uh, they don't always mesh. But there is almost always a Over way to, to make both parties, uh, you know, happy or successful or not as disgruntled. <laughs> we both want to continue the relationship. Yes. Right. That's and, exactly um, right. Who, who wants to get a new business in their, in their shopping center? And what business wants to just uproot everything and move to a different one after you have a following? That's, that's right. right. So that's, that's our, our real life stories. But I think that um, 
at the end of the day, what what we want you to take out of this is, I think a lot of people tend to look at the tenant landlord relationship as having to be adversarial. One is out to get the other. One is out to you know uh, not be straightforward. And I would tell you that we try very hard to not be that kind of tenant. And for us, it has uh, it has worked. And Bear we've fruit. developed uh, great relationships uh, with our with our uh, landlords, and uh, which has allowed us to make it through some tough times. Uh, allowed them to also respect the fact that we understand their side of it. And just to piggyback on that is, what's better as you expand your successful business than having uh, some kind of letter or. Uh, recommendation from your current landlord that how how much better does it get than that hey you guys should uh, get uh, these guys in there because not only will they make you successful they'll take care of your spot yep and that's happened to us that is that's <laughs> All the time. Uh, happened to us so we hope that that's what you take away from this and uh, that, that that we're able to maybe help you walk into a situation with the landlord with a different frame of mind or keep a good frame of mind to help you to, to make your business vibrant and help them to keep their business vibrant. Um, and that's the message, that, that's the, the real life lesson that we'd like you to uh, take away from this. Now, He's That's doing a drum, a drum roll. roll, but you probably can't hear it. Could be thunder. Uh, it could be thunder. <laughs> Here comes the thunder. Here comes the lightning. Um, so this was a, a comment, uh, and this was, I'm not sure how to exactly take this, but when we were talking about uh, hiring uh, the right, the right person for your team, and how we uh, were looking for. We didn't want to be average, so we didn't necessarily look for average. And the comment was, yes, some people are comfortable with being average, and that is okay. The word average is also somewhat subjective. People have their own ideas and opinions of what average is. First of all, I'm going to tell you that I agree 200%, right? I, I would second that as well. That's a factual statement. That that's a factual statement. We all have ideas, different ideas. What's the but? But <laughs> what you have to determine is when you're doing these hirings and interviews, is what is the term average mean to your business? Yeah. Or maybe the term is not. Uh, maybe I misspoke, and the term shouldn't be about average. It should be whose standards match the standards that you're trying to create in your business. That sounds like it's going to be in a, in a podcast soon. That's a good one. Uh, that, that, that is a good Let one. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Or maybe even this person a question. When um, there's a super successful athletics team. Okay. Do they headhunt average people? No. They don't. I didn't think so. <laughs> so, although aver average people exist, and that's great. I love average people. They're wonderful. Um, they make the world go round. But, um, so I believe this. If it's not illegal, immoral, or just plain wrong, try to be your best. 
Just do your best. I, I think uh, Leave it all I, on the I field. agree with that. But but not everybody's like that. And I no, think I agree. Um, I so what she's saying is average is different to everybody. Yeah. And uh, we we agree with you 110%. We agree that you have to find what it is in your team members or team leaders that will uh, cause you cause your business to be better. Yes. And um, so average, what I consider average, someone else might not. What I consider superior, someone else might consider average. And I guess superior is not a, uh, probably going to get some kind of backlash from this. But what we're saying is decide who, what your business is, needs to be, what you want it to be, the kind of success you want it to have, the the kind of recognition or acknowledgement that you want it to have and find those people that fit that. They, they got to share the exemplify passion. that, right? They got to share the passion. Um, that's what we were really saying. And we hope uh, that, you know, that that's how it's accepted out there. We're not tell, uh, telling people that average isn't good. We're saying that hire what's right for you to get you to where you want to be and to get them to be where they want to be. Yeah. Don't sense? shortchange the vision with uh, with the wrong people to, that you're pushing into the vision of your successful business. Because I guarantee that your vision of your business isn't average, right? You're not putting... Not average your, to you. Not average to you. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Uh, wow. That could be a deep subject. One that we'll, maybe we'll tackle another time. But you know what? It's that time of the day, uh, that time of the podcast where your ears are probably bleeding because you've been listening to us and you're like, oh, I wish these guys would shut up. And so we're going to shut up. And uh, <laughs> here's what we want to leave you with. First of all, we want to thank you for for being a part of our podcast. Uh, and we want to ask you to uh, support our podcast. Um but the one word that we always want to leave you with, because kind of we're just some island boys, is uh, what's that word? It's aloha. Aloha, aloha, aloha. aloha.